0: The following program contains mature content matter. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Since the
2: dawn of time, the world has been plagued by demons and monsters, cloaked by the night and shadows. However, humanity found out about these creatures and sent out brave men and women to defend their homelands. These are the Tales
1: of the Monster Hunters. Giant Monster Productions presents Tales of the Monster Hunters Halloween Special.
2: Halloween. All Hallows Eve. Call it whatever you want. On this spooky night of the year, for monetary reasons, I had to take an extra shift. Prasad did not mind. According to him, he can never have enough drivers this time of year. I had just finished dropping off a fare at the Lexington Hotel on 10th when Prasad told me of a special, that was code, for Hunter Pickup. I did not ask, stupid me, who it was I was going to pick up. I entered the address into the GPS and was still oblivious even after all the times I had been there until I pulled up in front of the pizza guy's pizzeria. I cursed when I saw Bruno and Pat walking towards the cab with their pal who I believed was Reggie. Bruno stopped by the front door, slipped on a latex glove and opened the door while Pat and Reggie got into the backseat. Where's Naveen? Really Bruno? No hi, how are you?
3: What's your name again?
2: (sighs) Alistair? Hey, Alistair. It's okay, Pat. See? It's okay, Pat. So stop your bitching.
4: I'm not bitching!
2: Of course, this started an argument that went on for about five minutes. Maybe you could tell Alistair where it is we need to go? Why don't you tell him? Uh, because when I asked
1: where we were going, you told me to shut up and stop asking so many questions. You'll see when we get there.
4: How can you expect him to remember that, Reggie? when he doesn't even remember his old manners.
1: Manners, huh? This from the same guy who still pees on the floor because he's too lazy to turn on the light when he goes to the bathroom in the middle of the night.
4: Oh, you want to talk about manners, huh? This is the same guy that whistles at my girlfriend like she's a fucking dog.
2: Hm, she responds, does she not? Then they went on again until there was a knock on the passenger window. Shit, it's Nonu. How this man who lived up to his legend had not killed these two yet was a mystery.
4: Are you
2: Joe.
4: But why are you still here? Why you not go where Lono told you to
2: go? Don't blame me. Blame the driver. He's the one still parked here. Maybe if someone told me where it is we had to go, I would not still be parked here. Yeah, Reggie.
4: Ow! Minka, <laughs> i Take these three strunzos up to Middlewood.
2: Right away, sir. I soon joke cursed at his grandsons before he stomped away from the cab. I pulled away and began the trek to Middlewood Heights, which was a suburban neighborhood no more than 10 minutes away.
1: Man, they always gave away the best candy up in Middlewood.
4: I know, the candy bars were the big ones, not like those fucking cheap, small, mini-sized ones that the cheapos used to give just to get rid of you.
1: I wonder if they still give out such wonderful candy. Only one way to find out, Woolly Wonka.
2: What are you talking about? Um, guys, can anyone tell me just why we are headed there? Friend of the old man called and said that there might be a witch living in the neighborhood. A witch? And there you had it. We were on our way in regards to a witch. And all these buffoons could talk about was if they still gave out full-size chocolate bars... Oh, please,
4: tell me, Charlie Bucket. How is there only one way to find out? We do
1: some trick-or-treating. That's a good idea. Aren't you two old to be trick-or-treating? Absolutely not.
4: Are you insane? You're gonna go around knocking on the door yelling trick-or-treat? With this idiot? You guys are gonna get shot at. Better or worse, they're gonna slam the door in your face. What the fuck is wrong with you two?
1: They do. And I will accuse them of age discrimination. What? I agree with them. What? Age discrimination. Just how do you plan on proving that? Please explain. When we get to the door, Reggie will be filming on his phone. I will? He will film the address on the house, and then the person or persons when they answer the door. If they accuse me of being too old, I'll have it on film and threaten to post it online with the caption and big bold type saying age discrimination. So this is more like blackmail than trick-or-treating. If that helps you. If I'm filming, how am I gonna be able to get any candy? I'll split my haul with you.
4: And if you believe he's gonna share his candy bars with you, then you're about as a big sucker as the ones that are handing this shit out.
2: Not to stick a pin in your fun, but how can you be looking for this witch if you are busy trick-or-treating? Simple. While me and Reggie trick for treats, Pat will look for the witch. What? You think I'm going to
4: go around and look for this fucking witch while you two try and extort candy out of people?
2: Duh. One of us has to. And just like that, the argument began again. And did not let up for another seven minutes until we mercifully reached our destination.
4: <laughs> we are not separating. We are looking for this witch together. Says who? Says the one that's out with you two instead of being home with Brooke.
1: Well, don't blame me for that. Blame my grandfather. He must think you're an expert on witches now. Oh, really? And why would that be? Because of your girlfriend. What? Are you saying that Brooke is a witch? Are you not listening? Nonu does, not me. But if she is one, you should have her contrap a potion for you to fix your hearing.
4: Well, then why don't I have her conjure a spell that'll make you into less of a dick?
1: No spell exists. Come on, guys. Why don't we just go
2: around together? If she's living in the area, like Joe says, going door to door will be a good way to find her. Thank goodness for Reggie. I don't know why he put up with these two, but I have a suspicion that he keeps them grounded, if that makes any sense.
4: (sighs) Fine. Reggie is right. Maybe it is better to for the four of us to go around knocking on the doors to find out who this witch is
2: four? four? what do you mean for i'm not coming with you guys if you want any candy you will come on
4: alistair the more eyes the
2: better but i don't know what a witch looks like i had been wanting to get into hunting since the night i was almost killed by that thing that had killed solomon of course i had made no serious attempt to do so Yet, here I was, about to help these two maniacs find a witch. You ever met- So help
4: me! If that sentence ends with Pat's girlfriend being the witch, you guys are gonna have a problem eating those candy bars when you have no more teeth!
1: I was gonna say Reggie's mom, Mr. Know-It-All. Hey, just look for the eyes.
4: They all have black eyes.
1: And green skin? Yeah, sure. If you're in the land of Oz, hey Reggie. Grab Alistair a bucket of water, just in case. I didn't bring one, unless Alistair has one in the trunk. See if he has two, so you can put one over your head and cover up your stupidity.
4: Can we get going? <laughs> what was that? What was what? That noise. Sounded like a whip cracking? Are you saying that I'm pussy whipped? One would have to get
1: in it first before a one can be called pussy whipped.
2: What, you self-centered, egotistical... And again, they began to go back and forth. Honestly, cats and dogs didn't fight this much. The Kardashians didn't argue this much. I don't even think that the Gallagher brothers from Oasis argued this much. Hell, if we were going to a costume party, they would have won first prize for dysfunctional family. Okay, guys, we're at the first house now. Do you think you can stop arguing? Ask him. He started it. I started it! Reggie is right. This is not going to help you find the witch. Yeah, Pat, shut up. It was at that moment Bruno reached into his pocket, revealing a half dozen latex gloves, hand sanitizer, and then a bag of what looked like Lysol or baby wipes. Duh, wrong pocket. He placed everything back into what could be only described as a clown pocket and then reached into his other pant pocket and revealed a plastic bag that he had folded nice and neat to fit inside. Do you always carry a plastic shopping bag with you? Only on Halloween. Can we go bozo? After you, Whippy. I thought round four was about to begin, but at, to Pat's credit, he bit his lip and began to walk towards the house. Alistair. Yes? You got your phone with you? I do. Get it out
1: and get ready to record once you get to the front door. Why would I do that? That
2: way, I want to share my candy with Reggie. I looked at Bruno for a moment as he walked by the others towards the front door and rang the doorbell. Watch and learn, minions. Pat groaned while Reggie stumbled a moment then began to record.
1: Yes? Trick or treat. You really think I'm giving you any treats? Is your wife home? Yes. Yes. Go fetch her. I'm sure she'd love to give me something sweet.
4: Strike one. That jerk. Yes, yes. I cannot understand why that man just slammed the door in your face after you insulted his wife.
1: Not that, Einstein. He didn't comment on my age. That means I
4: can't blackmail him for candy.
1: It's okay, Bruno. I'm sure you'll have better luck at the next house.
4: Good, good. Yes, Reggie. Encourage him.
2: We visited 10 more houses. Each one failed to comment on Bruno's age, only slamming the door on him, which made him go on his rant until Reggie assured better luck on the next house.
4: Okay, this is the last house. I don't care if you score or not. We're gonna search the rest of the street for the witch.
1: Just so you know, Moody, if I do score on this house, you aren't getting any of my candy. I'll try to contain
2: my disappointment. Too bad. That would be the only way you'd be scoring tonight. What was that? Bruno ignored Pat and walked up the long path to the front door and rang the doorbell. Bruno, I got a feeling our luck is about to change.
1: Reggie, settle the fuck down.
2: You're drooling all over yourself. The door creaked open very slowly, revealing a short, wrinkly old woman who was wearing gray pants and a red cardigan. Her hair was white and tied up. Trick or treat!
5: Well, well. What do we have here, young man?
4: See that, Pat? She called me young. At her age, everyone looks young.
5: And just who are you supposed to be?
2: A witch hunter. My jaw dropped once he said that as pat slapped his forehead i was expecting the old lady to slam the door on him
5: (laughs) well i guess they all come in different shapes and sizes
1: some big some small
5: well young man if you would like to come inside i have a big bowl of candy in my living room with my arthritis it is hard for me to carry the bowl
1: That's okay, lady. I can send Reggie in.
5: Oh, I don't want to bother him. He looks busy. Please, please come in.
2: (sighs) Alright. I'll be right back, guys. Bruno told Reggie he spoiled him before he turned and followed after the lady who waited for him to go inside and then turned and looked straight at us before she shut the door. That was when I noticed it. Oh, shit, Pat! Shit, what? What is it? The old woman. She's, she's the old woman. What? Are you sure? Her eyes, Pat. When she looked out, her eyes were suddenly black. Oh, shit!
4: I should have known she was a witch! Who in their right mind would have let Bruto into their house willingly?
2: How do you kill it? With this. Pat pulled out a knife with a black handle whose blade was made of copper.
4: Straighten the heart and the witch goes poof.
2: Ah! This Halloween, the vampires of Whitechapel return
6: for their final season. Larissa. Ariana. Nice of you to join us. Uper is purging the supernaturals and preparing to take over the world. And
1: who are you? I am the Remaker, the conqueror of this
2: world. I am Uber the god of the vampire. Jack and Alistair seek to stop him. Then we do what, Mom? There's no way to stop him. Kill him? No one is powerful enough.
3: There is a way that we can get him to return to
2: But the Blood Reapers are also trying to destroy the vampire god.
3: Now give me that sh- before I come over there and take it from your corpse. I honestly wouldn't want it any other sh- way, Jack.
1: No, you wouldn't, would you? Blood,
2: myth and carnage are ahead for vampires of Whitechapel available on your favorite podcast provider and at transmissions from Atlantis.com At that moment, we heard Bruno scream from inside. Pat, without hesitating, ran inside. We followed behind him into the living room where we saw Bruno seated at the dining room table with the bowl of candy in front of him picking through it.
4: Where is she? Who? What do you mean who? The witch! Where did she go?
1: Are you out of your fucking mind? She's no witch!
4: Where is she?
1: She went into the kitchen to get me a new bag. Why did you scream?
4: Obviously, because my bag fell on the floor. So what's the big deal? It fell on the floor. Oh, no. Why did you have to ask him that?
2: Bruno began to explain to me why he could not use the bag. I've never been around a madman, but after the five minutes he spent going on about the bag, I knew what the ramblings of a madman were. But I saw her eyes go black before she closed the door. You ever stop to think it was a light playing tricks on your eyes? That happened.
5: Are you kidding me?
4: Am I laughing?
5: Okay, Bruno, here we... What are you all doing inside? You can't be here.
4: Why is that?
5: I suffer from a fear of having more than one person inside with me. Oops. Now you must all go.
1: Yeah, guys, get out. I'll be outside once I fill up my bag.
5: No, that means you as well.
1: What? You're kidding, right?
5: Out. Or else I call the police.
1: No, no reason to call them. We'll we'll go. Come on, Bruno. What about the candy?
2: It took all of us to drag him out of there, but after some salty comments were exchanged between Bruno and the old woman, we finally left her house.
1: Well, this is just swell. You idiots just had to come right in there, didn't you? Do you realize she had full bars of crunchy in that bowl? Really? Crunchy bars?
4: Get over it. I'll buy you one on the way home. Better
1: buy me two. What about me?
4: You got five bucks on you? I do. Give it to me and I'll buy you one too. What about the witch? He's right. No, no, lose his shit if we don't find her.
2: Well, we haven't checked out the other side of the street. But there's no one else trick or treating. It was at that moment, there was a big cloud of smoke just in front of us. As the smoke dissipated, a tall woman wearing a long black dress with gray, scaly skin was revealed. She held a shopping bag in her hand and was surprised to see us standing there.
7: <laughs> oh, how rich! Not only have I scored this evening with these wonderful bags of candy I stole from these foolish children, I now get to...
1: Hold on, witch. Did you say that bag is
2: full of candy?
7: Um, yes.
2: Pat, (sighs) I'm on it. Before the witch could make sense of what was happening, Pat impaled the copper blade into her heart. She looked down at the blade, screamed, and then dropped the bag of candy before she exploded into dust. Bruno immediately ran over to her scattered remains, then bent down and opened up the bag.
4: Holy shit, boys. Yahtzee. You better not hog all the good stuff.
2: I got dibs on the raisinettes. I was a bit shaken up having come face to face with my first witch, but these guys, not a care in the world. Their only thought was to go through the candy bag.
4: Hey, Alistair. There's lots to go around, dude. You better get in here before it's all gone.
2: I groaned and watched them a moment longer before I gave in and began to walk towards them. Any Butterfingers in there?
6: Meanwhile at Scarlet's, herself and Amelia are cuddled up on the sofa watching a scary movie.
8: Isn't this nice, Scarlet? Neither of work watching our favorite scary movie on Halloween.
3: You couldn't ask for a more perfect evening. I turn my phone to silence so no one can disturb us. What the devil? Hello? Scarlet? Are you in there? Hello?
8: Who could that be?
3: Uh, This is not happening.
7: Come on, Scarlet! Open up! There is some creepy transient-looking dude walking towards me, and it looks like he's missing an arm or something.
8: Maybe it's an emergency.
3: Bloody better be. Stop knocking, you nit! I'm coming! Can I help you?
7: <laughs> Can you help me? Is that any way to talk
8: to your sister?
6: Reagan, to the disgust of Scarlet, suddenly hugs her.
8: Um, Scarlet, who is this woman hugging you?
7: Oh, hey! I'm the sister, Regan. Who may you be?
8: I'm her girlfriend,
3: Amelia.
7: Girlfriend, huh? Look at you, sis!
3: Yeah, look at me!
7: <laughs> so, are you gonna invite me in? Or are we gonna wait for that creepy dude who looked like he killed Richard Kimball's wife to come
4: back?
3: Uh, come in. Thank you!
6: Scarlet finally realizes that Reagan has one piece of luggage with her as she walks by her into the apartment.
3: So, Reagan, are you going on a trip and decided to come see me first?
7: Well, if you mean trip as in trip from my old
3: place to your place, then you are correct. Oh, no. No.
8: Are you going to your new place and stopped by to tell your sister that you're moving to the new area?
7: If by new place... You mean, I came here to stay with Scarlet? Then you would be right. <laughs> you
3: you, you want to stay here?
7: Just for a while, sis. Please.
3: I, uh, I, I need to go to the washroom.
7: I hope she's not still mad at me for stealing her boyfriend.
8: You stole her boyfriend?
7: In all fairness, he came on to me. And there is no way I could let someone like that be with my sister. If anything, I'm the hero in this story.
6: Scarlet rushes into the bathroom and closes the door behind her. She looks into the mirror and waves her hand in front of it. There is a small mist and then the Death Dealer appears. Oh, Reaper. Happy Halloween.
3: Happy Halloween? Did you know this woman had a sister? A
1: sister?
3: Really? Yes. Really. (laughs)
1: Well, this is a pleasant turn of events now, isn't it?
3: How is this pleasant? I've got this insane woman that I don't know standing in the middle of my living room. How am I supposed to bluff my way through this?
1: Well, I'm sure you'll figure it out. Is there anything
3: else? You're just loving all of this, aren't you?
1: (laughs) Well, it would be remiss if I said I was not.
3: I'm so happy that I can accommodate you.
1: Now, Reaper, is there any other form of business you need to discuss? I really need to get changed for the costume party, and I want to get out there before our special guests arrive.
3: Who are these special guests? The Four Horsemen. The Four Horsemen? As in, the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse?
1: One and the same, Reaper. One and the same. Now I must go. It would be bad manners if I'm late, I'm sure you understand. <sighs>
3: go enjoy your evening
1: I shall. Cheerio Reaper Toodle Pip.
3: Could this night get any worse? Hey Scarlet, are
7: you almost done in there? Can it wait? That all depends. On what? If you want to know if you're an ant or not.
3: You're pregnant? That's when I need to check.
8: What's wrong, Scarlett? You have been out of sorts since your
3: sister showed up. We have a problem, Amelia. And what's that?
7: As they say in football, the two-point conversion was not
3: successful. <laughs> that toxin has also caused me to forget my sister. Oh, no. Oh, yes. I guess you heard the good news. Uh, As did the whole building.
7: That's a relief. That would have been awkward to have to explain to my ex that I was carrying his brother's baby.
8: I'm assuming he broke up with you because he thought you were cheating with his brother.
7: No, he thought I was cheating with his best friend. Which is funny, because his girlfriend was the one cheating with his brother. Or was it the best friend's brother? I don't know. You know, so much cheating going on, it's hard to keep track.
8: Oh, it's Liam.
7: Ooh, who's Liam? Someone we work with.
8: I need to talk to you.
7: Is it about me and the whole baby thing? Because you know we just met, and it isn't cool if you're going to be judging me.
3: Just stay here. We'll be right back.
7: Just stay here, she says. If you want to treat me like a child, at least crack the window open before you leave the room.
3: What's going on?
8: Liam needs us to meet him. Why? Vampire.
3: Vampire? Hey, guys! Can I come out now?
7: There's a big spider on the ceiling, and I hate spiders! W-
3: what do we tell Reagan?
7: Tell Reagan what?
3: Myself and Amelia have to go meet someone. Really? Is this someone Liam?
8: How do you know that?
3: I didn't. I was just guessing. S- sorry, Reagan, but this involves work. Work?
7: You work in a warehouse. What are you going to do when you meet? Talk about shipping and receiving?
3: That's on a need-to-know basis. Come along, Amelia.
7: Oh, but I need to know. Can't I come along with you two? Please? I promise I'll stay out of the way. I won't say a word.
3: Is that even possible? Scarlet.
7: That's fine. Ditch your younger sister. I'll stay here. Do you have any tubs of ice cream in the fridge? I find it helps when I'm depressed.
3: Fine. You can come.
7: Yay!
3: But you wait in the car.
7: What? Then I might as well stay here and eat that ice cream.
8: It will be fine. Come along, Regan.
7: Awesome! I'll meet you guys out front. Shotgun!
3: Oh my god, Amelia. Amelia. What have you done? Regan has no clue I'm a hunter. If she learns I'm a hunter, I'm the one who has to explain everything to her and listen to all her questions, which I'm sure will be infinite. And? And what?
8: We could be leading her into danger.
3: Well, yeah, that too.
6: Do you love old-time radio? Yes! You know absolutely nothing about old-time radio. Also yes. Then Madison on the Air is for you follow Madison, a modern-day makeup influencer, as she zapped back into the golden age of radio. Every episode is standalone with a wide variety of genres to choose from, like Detective Noir. You put the dick in private dick. Superheroes. So
7: I am in the body of the Green Hornet.
1: Westerns.
7: Saloon fight. Now this is a western. Sci-fi. Dude, the Martians got a freaking heat ray. Plus classic characters. Toto. Oh, I gotta get that dog into an obedience class. Really digging Dracula's OG Goss style. (gasps) what if I killed freaking Sherlock Holmes
6: and many more actual old-time radio scripts adapted
7: it's like if the MST3K riff tracks guys were in the movies they riff
6: start at the beginning or jump around to any title that grabs you new episodes premiere the first of every month
7: find us wherever you get your podcasts A more depressing place to meet?
1: Ladies. Liam?
7: Liam? (gasps) He's
3: Liam?
1: And you are?
3: Whoever you want me to be. (laughs) What? This is my sister, Reagan. (laughs) Who
7: is very single. And not pregnant.
1: (laughs) Nice to meet you.
3: Got any plans once we're done here?
1: What? Uh,
3: Never mind her. What's going on here?
1: Um, should we be discussing this in front of her, or does she know?
3: No, no. what? What should I know? Fine. She was bound to find out since she's going to be staying with me anyway.
7: Oh, I'm sorry, Amelia.
8: What are you sorry for?
7: It looks like the tiger cannot change its stripes. Meaning? Really? You don't see what's going
3: on here? Care to elaborate? Scarlet and Liam are getting it on behind your back. What? Why would you even assume that?
7: Oh, gee, I don't know. The whole, I'm bound to find out? Shame on you, Scarlet. Come on, Liam. You can take me to your place.
3: No, you horn dog. I'm not cheating on Amelia. You aren't? She isn't. Then when am I bound to find out? Holy crap, Liam! How much do you press? I'm a hunter, Regan. A hunter. You,
7: a hunter? (laughs) The same person who used to give our own father guff for hunting.
3: Not
8: that type of hunter.
3: (gasps) Oh, no. You're not hunting people, are you? No, I'm not hunting people. Then I'm stumped.
1: Scarlet and all of us hunt monsters.
7: Monsters? Yes. You know, tall, tanned, and handsome, if you did not want to get it on with a natural blonde, you should have just said so, instead of some crazy-ass story about hunting monsters.
3: Reagan, it's true.
7: Right. Monsters. And just for the sake of asking, not because I believe any of your Scooby gang stuff, what monster were you here to hunt?
8: Vampire.
7: Of course. Vampire. What else would it be on Halloween? Ugh, silly me. Where are you going? There was a bar down the street. I'm going to go there. Drink away all of this crazy you all have spewed. Then I'll go back to your place, eat a tub of ice cream, and then probably throw up all the booze I drank. And then I will pass out on the bathroom floor.
1: Reagan, you can't leave. It's too dangerous.
7: Oh yes, because the vampire is going to get me. Oh no, please don't leave fight marks, Mr. Vampire, sir. Reagan, You're not by chance really a vampire, but but somebody who just jumped out of a plane and landed on their feet? Sorry. I didn't
3: think so. Help! We should leave her up there for being so stubborn.
8: We can't do that, Scarlet.
3: I know. But what if we aren't in time to save her?
1: I wouldn't worry about that.
8: Oh, how can you be so sure?
1: Our girl has a gift for the annoying. If I'm right, she'll be able to annoy that bloodsucker until we reach them.
3: Or it'll become fed up with her annoying them and just kill her to shut her up.
1: Oh, shit. I hadn't thought about that.
3: (sighs) Okay. You two go together and I'll go on my own.
8: Wouldn't it be better to stay together?
3: If we split up, we can get the vampire from two different directions.
1: Ah, sounds like a plan. Let's go, Amelia.
8: Be careful. You two,
7: both of you. You know, you don't want to do this.
6: Oh, I think I really do.
7: Do you fly everywhere?
6: Yes.
7: Well, my blood is way over the legal limit. You suck on me, and you'll be flying all over the place.
6: <laughs> I'll take my chances.
7: Okay, but be gentle. It's my first
3: time. And it's lost.
6: Reagan looks up in astonishment as Scarlet, who has now morphed into her true form, takes her scythe and swings it at <laughs> her, killing it where it stands. but Scarlet has disappeared, leaving Regan to look around the rooftop for her savior.
1: Regan! I,
7: I, I'm okay! F- follow my, my voice!
1: Holy shit!
8: It's dead? Good job, Regan.
7: Don't thank me! I didn't kill Mr. Suck-Suck.
8: Then who did?
3: the vampire's dead? I'm fine, by the way. Thanks for asking. Did one of you guys... Know? No. Then who? I don't know, sis. It happened so fast.
7: All I got was a glimpse of someone in a black robe and then... dead vampire.
1: Ew.
8: I think we should just be grateful for whoever that was.
3: Amelia's right.
7: Ugh. Who knew they smelled so bad on the inside?
3: Okay, okay, let let's get you home.
7: You know, Liam, I could come back to your place. My bag is still
3: packed.
1: <laughs> Excuse me?
3: Never mind her. Come on, Reagan. Call me.
7: Well, that could not have gone any worse.
8: How so? The vampire's dead.
3: Just like my sex life, apparently. There's two tubs of ice cream in the freezer if you want any.
7: No, thanks. Good night.
3: What have I gotten myself into, Amelia?
8: It will be fine. You couldn't just kick her to the curb.
3: Are you sure? (laughs) Think
8: she will be okay oh no you should go see what's wrong with her
3: do i have to i'll pretend
8: i didn't hear that
3: (sighs) fine (sighs) at this moment i envy the vampire
0: tales of the monster hunters halloween special was voiced by enzo ferrara as joe and pat antonio ferrara as bruno Paul Cairns as Reggie Nicholas Sykes as Alistair Roberta Jackson as Old Lady Jim Cogan as Neighbor Ashley Tyler as Scarlett, Anna Gassica as Amelia and the Witch Chrissy Talon Sage as Regan Brock Overbay as Liam Tao Harris as Death Dealer And Hottie Mocklab as the Vampire Narrated by Alan Chambers Royalty-free music sourced from Pixabay Audio engineering by Alexander Ferrara Created by Antonio and Enzo Ferrara Directed and produced by Antonio and Enzo Ferrara. Cover art by Enzo Ferrara. Edited and written by Antonio Ferrara. Creative consultant Paul Cairns. Coming on Monday, November 6, 2023. Tales of the Monster Hunters Volume 2 Issue 5. The Red Hoods. This presentation of Tales of the Monster Hunters podcast has been brought to you by Giant Monster Productions. Copyright 2023. To contact Giant Monster Productions. Email them at giantmonsterprod at hotmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at GiantMonsterPro. Instagram at Tales of the Monster Hunters. And on Facebook and YouTube. If you have enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more, please subscribe, like, and favorite so you never miss an episode. Thank you for listening.